following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthling. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Virginia. I think Jackal's a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you, Jeff. The Jackal. Welcome one, welcome ghouls, goblins, ghosts, spirits, extraterrestrials, earthlings, and all to another episode of Inside the Jackal's Head. That's right, I am live on PSN Radio, SoFlow Radio, and all across the internet. We have a returning guest, Dr. Joy Pugh is going to be with us in a little bit. Uh, She is awesome. Again, I wanted to reiterate what I spoke about last week. Um, briefly at the end of the show where we're going to transfer the show from Sunday nights to Saturday nights starting off in April. So if you've been listening for all these years on Sunday, please bookmark Saturdays 9 p.m. to midnight. That's the new schedule, 9 to midnight. And then following us will be the Martian Revelations with Gary Legier, the mad Martian himself, who talks about the faces on Mars. And uh, so it's going to be a, a very fun Saturday packed with back-to-back shows from Inside the Jackal Said to the Martian Revelation. Uh, with that said, folks, we have a lot to cover, mostly uh, politically related. Then we're going to have Dr. Joey on uh, to talk to us about spirituality and the way we're heading as a human race, which is not good. Uh, a lot to cover, a lot to speak about. And uh, the big question is, how did we get here? How did we as a species get to the point where we're at now? And I think, uh, you know, it started uh, many dunes ago. Uh, Obviously, you know, you could talk about uh, the feminist movement. You could talk about politically uh, incorrect things like slavery, uh, which just were horrific uh, turn of events in our societies uh we can talk about uh different things different uh, points in time uh that really brought in what we're facing today when it comes to the climate uh that we're in where everybody's kind of going at each other and hating each other and whatnot but really what i wanted to get to is the last 30 years And the reason I say that is because if you notice what has been trending the last 30 years is Democrats, Democratic uh, overthrow of the Republicans, a Democratic overthrow or Democrat overthrow of uh, democracy and the Republic. And uh, that's in this country. Now, I'm just talking about America here, but it's spreading out all over the world where less countries are decided to be Democratic and more have gone back to the communism ways, which never work. And, uh, of course, you know, Cuba was a big factor in that. Uh, but I think when Russia or the USSR, you know, became Russia and denounced communism, we all expected them to, you know, take off and be uh, just an amazing light at the end of this horrific tunnel. Unfortunately for their people, it didn't work out that way, uh, mostly because of the simple fact that the people that came in still had that old mindset of communism. They were still uh, kind of, uh, you know, mind effed 
if you will, into believing that communism was a-okay. Communism is not good. Communism is not right. Communism has never worked. Let's be honest. It didn't work in Cuba. It didn't work in Venezuela. It didn't work in the USSR. It'll never work, folks. Never. But on this beautiful March 6, 2022, the communism question, it, it arises again. Why? Because Ukraine is right now in a battle for its existence. Now, how does this happen? In today's day and age, with all the technology that we have, that we thought would bring us all together and make us all understand that we're all human beings, it seems that we've been driven even further apart. Again, I blame the left for doing this. I blame communism for doing this. I blame, uh, you know, people that are in, in political power right now for doing this because they're hell-bent on bringing back this horrific communist state to this world. And it's not just here. I mean, we're seeing this uh, all over the place, uh, obviously Ukraine and uh, Russia going at it. But China is the next uh, big one that we have to deal with. They're already a full-blown communist country. But now, you know, the talks are going to probably go at other parts of the world. And um, that's scary. Taiwan uh, is probably going to be the first one they're going to hit up. Uh, you know, and that is a scary uh, proposition. Uh, when you start dealing with Russia having one war, and then you have China having another war, we're talking about two major superpowers going at it with Taiwan and with Ukraine and you know, if they join forces, I don't know if we have the ability to take on both of them. Um, and I'm talking about us here in the U.S. Because, I mean, that right there is going to be something that we really have to take a look at. They outnumber us uh, when it comes to soldiers, when it comes to technology. Um, you know, when Trump spoke about uh, China stealing our intellectual property, he wasn't just talking about TikTok or videos or DVDs or anything of that nature. He's talking about actual intel or uh, properties when it comes to uh, military intelligence, our, our actual infrastructure, our way of life. I mean, he's talking about a whole broader thing than just one thing. He's not just talking about like Nintendo and uh, Xbox or or anything of that nature or PlayStation, if you will. Uh, you know, he's talking about bigger things. And I think a lot of folks kind of misunderstood his presidency. And uh, and it's sad because he was on the money on a lot of things. And if you go back now and listen to some of the things he was saying, I think his biggest downfall was he had a, a way of speaking which didn't allow some of the messaging to get through properly. So a lot of people didn't interpret what he was trying to get through. Uh, but he actually spoke some real, real stuff. And uh, it's sad that some of the t the youth today, you know, are so hell-bent in turning this into a democratic, uh, communist, socialist country because they've been indoctrinated. And I, like I said before, I've, I was taught some of this 
in my later years in high school. And luckily, I wasn't going through high school during the 2000s. And uh, I missed the I missed the really hard part of CRT critical race theory, where they were, you know, now they're really shoveling this this crap down the throat of kids, and uh, it's really just what has been destroying the mo- the the morale and moral fabric of this country for the last thirty years. Now, why do I go back thirty years? Heck, I can go back 35 years, maybe, uh, to the beginning of uh, Bush Sr.'s administration when it all started to crumble after Reagan. Um, I would say the Clinton era is what, you know, echoed uh, this kind of like movement into socialism and communism to come back after Reagan crumbled. Russia, and of course, we had peace in Russia for the first time. Um, I thought the Cold War would end, and prosperity would be a great thing for both our nations. Unfortunately, we have people in the world who decided against peace and prosperity, and Putin is one of them. Putin is a complete disaster to not only Russia and Ukraine, but to the rest of the world. And here's somebody that has to be dealt with. We, as a superpower here in this country, were dealing with him correctly when we had Trump in power. What ended up happening and what really caused the entire thing to blow out of proportion the way it is now, and if you've been following the news, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, What really has done it is Joe Biden. When you have weak leadership at the top, folks, you have uh, nothing more to look at than that as the reason why things are going bad. Now, a soldier uh, for Russia uh, recently was um, texting his mom right before he died. And in the text, and I, you know, I don't have the text in front of me. I should have done a little bit more prepping, but I didn't think I was going to bring it up. But he talks to his mom about... Um, that they pretty much were lied to. Uh, they thought that they were going to, uh, you know, be uh, welcomed and applauded in, and they were going to be there kind of like a police to help ease, you know, people's minds. And it turns out he's, he stepped into a war zone because the Ukrainian people want to be free. They don't want to be part of Russia. They don't want anything to do with that communist state. So, while I understand where the Ukrainian people are coming from, I don't think some of the soldiers knew where they were facing. So you have catastrophe on both fronts. You know, the poor Ukrainian people that are facing uh, the catastrophe of having to fight this war without NATO, without any uh, real um, help at first, even though though now, finally, uh, some of our people here are starting to help out. Um... It might be a little too late. I mean, I I don't know exactly uh, what's happened in the last few hours. I've been dealing with other things. But it's almost like on a minute-to-minute basis, things change. And it's only gone from bad to worse in Ukraine. The uh, movement in from Russia has been a disastrous one. And why do I blame Biden? And people tell me, uh, you know, they ask me, Angel, you know, why him? Very simple. When Joe Biden took over as commander-in-chief in, in, in that 
really just that scares the heck out of me to say it like that. But he is the president of the United States, right? But when he took over as a sniffler and thief or commander in chief or whatever, um, one of the first things he did was he put into executive order um, the Nord Stream pipeline to go back into production. And as a lot of folks know here in America, he stopped the production of the pipeline for the uh, Keystone Pipeline. Why is that important? Well, it's important in the sense that with the Keystone Pipeline and the other, uh, you know, oil that we had already pumping in this country, we were becoming energy independent for the first time in decades. And that's why you saw your record number of oil prices drop. Your gas uh, was a lot cheaper at the pump, the whole nine yards. With all that stuff being now wiped out of existence, we went back into OPEC and we started, you know, buying oil and fossil fuel from Russia, China, Venezuela, all these countries that are not exactly democratic. They're not a republic. They're not capitalist. They're communist in nature. So, in other words, we're giving money to these countries to do what they're doing now. Uh, we essentially paid for Ukraine's in you know uh, bombings by Russia. We paid the Russians in a way to do this because if it wasn't for Biden uh, putting the Nord Stream pipeline back into production, he would not have the oil reserves to be able to invade Ukraine. So why I say this is a, you know this help that we're sending them is might be a little bit a little too late. That's the reason why. You know, they should have thought about this a year ago. You know, way before it got to this uh, level of uh, of bad. Look, I understand that he wanted to do some things different from Trump. He wanted to kind of like do his own thing and whatnot. I understand all that. But when folks, when you have a president whose mere agenda is to undo everything, within 30 days of what the previous administration did. And this new president is a little goofy to start with. Plus, he's going senile in his old age. You know, he's just signing whatever's put in front of him. I don't even think he understood what he was signing, to be honest with you. Uh, and there's a lot of uh, stuff on the Internet, which I don't have audio or video of, uh, but you can do your own homework and look up. Or you can kind of tell over the last year that he is just not all there. Uh, from uh, the illegals coming into the border, where they told him that he, you know, they were thinking about paying uh, all these illegals hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he said, oh, that's crazy talk. But it turned out it wasn't crazy talk. They're trying to pass that through with uh, the Build Back Better plan, which thankfully Joe Manchin and uh, and, and a couple of other uh, Democrats, I think uh, there maybe have been two more, but Joe Manchin was the main uh, person in, in blocking this thing. And uh, thanks to Joe Manchin and uh, the other ones, uh, Christian Cinema, I think was the other one, uh, but they blocked uh, the Build Back Better plan for now. And so far, that's helped a big time. But 
ramping up oil production now in America is actually going to make things worse because you've already paid a lot of money to stop the oil production, right? You spent a lot of our taxpayer money on that. Guess what has to happen now? Now, if you want to ramp up oil production, you have to spend all that money again to ramp up oil production. So what exactly are we doing? We're feeding a, a machine that is laundering money. Probably Biden is getting paid from this. I, I have no idea. But it's a terrible thing that's happening because they're making a lot of money by this oil production, which they want to put now back into uh, into production here in America. And what is going to end up happening is we're going to see it at our inflation we're going to see it at our gas pumps. We're going to see it every time we pay for anything, how the prices are going to go even higher. And again, this is all because of Joe Biden. So Joe Biden really in his misadministration and his amid uh, his terrible time as president, only one year in, has damaged this country fundamentally and financially to a point where there might not be any recovery. And I saw Nancy Pelosi, the nasty one recently, that she's running again for re-election. And she said, oh, you know, I get asked all the time, why do I keep running? And she says uh, she's doing it for the children, for the kids, for the kids, for the kids. What exactly is she doing for the kids? She's making inflation go through the roof because a lot of this is hers. Uh, in her bidding and in her craziness, who is behind Joe Biden, leading the way. And a lot of this stuff has to do with them doing whatever it is they want. So what exactly is Nancy Pelosi getting at when she's saying that she's doing it for the kids? I believe that she's doing this for her kid because he is also making money off of uh, Russia. See, it's not just Hunter Biden who's making all these millions that we have to look into. It's not just Joe Biden that needs to be investigated for all the money they're making, okay? It's Nancy Pelosi and her son Paul and the fact that they're making all this money off of Russia and China and different aspects and different things. Insider trading is one thing that she has been, uh, you know, notoriously looked at. Uh, uh, you know, and I'm not somebody who does a lot of stock trades or anything like that. I'm not really into all that. Uh, but I do know that there's been a lot of chatter over the last 20 years on how Nancy Pelosi has stayed in power, and she does nothing positive. I know that um, there's people running against her, and I hope by God they win because if she stays and continues on in politics for, I don't know, five, ten more years, however much longer she has on Earth. Because she's like damn near 80 right now, right? So who knows how much longer she might have, maybe another decade of that. Uh, if she's in good health and she decides to continue to run and continue to stay in politics, I mean, she's an evil person and she's going to continue to do evil. Um, and there's nothing stopping it. And that's the worst part of it. Uh, the State of the Union was a disaster, by the way. Uh, don't let anybody tell you any different. That was a complete joke um, in every way uh, possible. 
it was um, a nightmarish speech by Biden. And when you look at Nancy Pelosi's body language, let me, there you go. Let me get a little bit more comfortable. Squeaky chairs and all. But when you look at Joe Biden and you look at Nancy Pelosi and you look at that speech and you see her body language, you see every time she will clench her fist and like she'll do one of these rubs, right? I know you folks who are in uh, what I'm talking about politically uh, have probably seen it. Uh, when you see that, it's almost like a kid, you know, like looking at candy, like, ah, I get to do whatever I want, right? And she really is senile, but she is evil. And Joe Biden is senile, and he is evil. And these are the people that are running the country, and you wonder why we're in a position we're in. Now, for all the, you know, bad stuff that Clinton might have done when he was president, he was still kind of a centrist in a lot of ways. Um, Obama, I think, masqueraded it more, but Obama, I think, was a communist, uh, socialist communist, um, true and through. I mean, I don't think there's, there was any hiding with Obama, uh, but I think he he masqueraded well because he spoke better than Biden. Obama could give a speech, not really say anything, but make you come out of there saying, man, that was some great bullshit he just said this. You, you knew it was all bullshit, but it came off uh, in a way that you were like, oh, well, you know, the bullshit was there, but it felt good. You know, like, you, you can shovel it up your, your butthole, and you'll be like, well, it wasn't that bad, right? You cannot do that with Sleepy Joe Biden. Uh, that's the worst part of this thing. Sleepy Joe Biden is so lost in translation. He has no idea what's going on at all. And uh, that is really, really scary when he is uh, a fingertip away from blowing up the entire world. Um, if you think about that, think about how close he is to just total destruction of the planet. Think about how close he is to completely. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, sorry about that. It was bugging me for a little bit. But anyway, think about how close Joe Biden is to the nuclear bombs. Do you really think you want Joe Biden controlling the nuclear weapons? A guy who can't even uh, go on and speak for an hour without bumbling his uh, every word or every other sentence, uh, and that's your president. Uh, remember, during uh, winter when we had the uh, phone call to the White House, uh, where he got pranked, and the uh, gentleman who called in said, uh, "Let's go, Brandon." He he was like on board. He was like, "Yeah, that's right. Let's go, Brandon." This is a guy who doesn't even understand when he's getting punked. Okay, and that's supposed to be your leader and commander in chief, folks. It's scary when the military is being overran by crazy people. Uh, since Joe Biden became president, Every, everybody he appoints to is uh, gender driven or agenda driven or SJW driven. I mean, it's not like who the best person for the job is anymore. Is what box can you check off with this person? 
putting them into this position. Are they transgender? Are they black? Are they, you know, this or that? Notice here there's a plenty of Cubans in there. I wonder why, but um, it's funny, though. I mean, he, he, he only picks right now, from the looks of it, uh, black or transgender people in his cabinet. I don't know why that is, but if you're going into war and you see a bunch of dudes dressed in drag, and then on the other side you have a bunch of Russians and Chinese men uh, ready to blow shit up. Who are you going to be more afraid of? I'm just saying, let's look at the optics here. I'm just saying, I don't want to get any hate mail, but if you want to send me hate mail, by all means, go for it. It's uh, simple to get to me, uh, thejackalshead at gmail.com. Again, that's thejackalshead at gmail.com. But if you really think about it, why is it that Joe Biden has done everything to weaken our military, weaken our position in the world as a superpower, weaken our the, the visual of what America is on the world stage? Folks, we're at a terrible time, and uh, this is why I right now I miss uh, the voices of, like, Rush Limbaugh, for example, uh, the great Rush. He nailed it for years, and a lot of folks on the on the left didn't want to listen. They just hated him because he was uh, conservative. But he actually uh, he spoke a lot of truth. I mean, a lot of the things he said. Now as I'm getting older and stuff, and my health has declined, um, I see things a little bit more clear, and I understand things a little bit better. And I understand that what he was talking about for a long time really resonates with what's happening in the world. I mean, you just got to look at TV and look at it for what it is. CNN recently has uh, been under fire, and I've been talking about CNN for a long time as a disaster zone. For those of you who, don't, who are not aware as to what happened with CNN, how did it get to the point where, you know, the, the guy who was running the show had to step down over something that he was accusing Trump on, which is just having an extramarital affair. Remember, uh, Trump got accused with, uh, uh, what's her name, um, Stormy Daniels, right? The Playboy model. And uh, they've been trying to catch him on, like, oh, he paid her off a hundred something thousand dollars. And uh, while, you know, her lawyer sits in prison for embezzling money, embezzlement, of all things, um, Nothing ever came out of that. Why? Because probably there was nothing there. It's a big old nothing burger. But Jeff Zuckerberg did get in trouble for the same exact thing that they were accusing Trump on. Chris Cuomo was fired by CNN for helping Andrew Cuomo, his brother in New York, cover up the same things basically, that Trump was being accused of by a lot of people on the left. And Trump has been under a witch hunt since he ran for president, where they're turning everything in this uh, man's life uh, inside out just to try to catch him on something. They can't catch him on anything big, so they're trying to catch him on whatever thing they can spin into something big. You have uh, the attorney general in New York who ran for her position just on the mere fact that she wanted to go after Trump. 
Think about that. How do you run on the mere fact that you want to take down a sitting president? And that's what you are now ex-sitting president. How does that happen? How do we allow that to happen? Well, you allow it to happen when you have communists in power. And I think Andrew Cuomo allowed a lot of things to happen because he didn't think they were going to go after him, right? He figured, oh, they'll never, they'll never do me wrong. You know, they'll never come after me. Well, it turned out that the left also likes to eat themselves. And I'm not talking about anything sexual here. Dr. Joy Pugh will be, uh, will be on with us in a little bit and uh, she brings a lot of joy with her for sure uh, but I wanted to cap this off with uh, saying that guys we have to fight back if we want to have our freedoms given back to us and uh, not just sit and roll over and play dead because when we do that as a society we lose our freedoms we lose our ability um, to sustain a healthy growing world and uh, nuclear weapons are not fun, and I hope it doesn't get there. I hope it doesn't get to a point where we're fighting nuclear wars, uh, because that's going to make it disastrous for everybody. So I'm going to leave the politics to the side there for a second. I do want to get to one thing uh, before I continue forward. Next Friday, we're going to have uh, a drop on uh, my YouTube page of a new episode with uh, Scorpio Moon and myself at the movies, and we're going to review The Batman. As you guys know, I'm a big movie fan also, and I've been looking forward to this movie for a long time. It's finally out. I was able to see it. I'm not going to give you much here because I want you to look at the review, but let's just say it, to me, it lived up to what my expectations. And if you know me, you know exactly what that means. But with that said, I'm going to take a, a commercial break. And when I come back, hopefully my guest will be on here, Dr. Joy uh, P. Joy Pugh will be on with me for the next hour on Inside the Jackal Said. So please stick around. Don't go anywhere. And uh, we shall return for more show. You're listening to Inside the Jackal's Head right here on PSN Radio and SoFlow Radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to the big show inside the Jackal's Head right here on PSN Radio, SoFlow Radio, and, of course, across the Internet, YouTube, Live, and all over the place where we are archived with me as, you know, I promised is a lady who uh, was brought to my attention months and months ago had her on i wasn't expecting uh, you know to be as blown away by her uh beautiful way of speaking and just the amount of energy and the amount of knowledge that she brought to uh to the world until i got to interview her and now she's become somebody that i love having on and time flies you know we're talking off the air a little bit here about how fast time has flown since we had her first on the show and it's a shame on me 
because I didn't, you know, think about it and, uh, and ask you to be on earlier. But I wanted to have you on for, you know, the, since the last time. I wanted to have you right back on the next week. But I was like, let me wait a little bit. And then time just flew by. But with me, as uh, it's lovely as you were last time, Dr. Joey. You bring a lot of joy to the world, Dr. Joey. P. Welcome back to Inside the Jackal's Crazy Cabeza. And for being <laughs> uh, a voice in here. Thank you so much for being here again. And hope you, oh, hope you do well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I'm doing fine. Uh, I'm I'm glad to be back on, and like I said, I enjoyed it so much the last time. So thank you so much for having me back on your show again. I I really look forward to people that I have an opportunity to return to their shows because you get to know the host, and there's so many things that you learn about people, and it's a connection that you just never forget. It's kind of like Facebook friends that you may never really meet face to face, but they become yeah. such you know, close friends to you. And I feel like that, you know, we share a lot of things on Facebook together and then, you know, I've been able to do these radio shows. So thank you again for letting me be on your show. No, the, the pleasure and honor is really all mine. And, uh, we have a lot that's happened over the last several months. Uh, not only, not only spiritually, uh, you know, in our faces with the media and what's, what's happening with, uh, politics and the wars and, the destruction, and yet still no aliens. Where the heck are the aliens? We were promised aliens and they're nothing. They're coming. <laughs> yes, but they're they're coming. You know, the the thing that's most amazing to me because I've been doing research about end of days for a very long time, and so the days in which we are living are exactly what the prophets would have loved to live yeah. through. And so I'm kind of excited that I've been studying this for so long, and now I'm getting to see really what we were told in Scripture was going to happen. You know, two thousand years ago, we're really seeing it come before our eyes and happen in real time so it's pretty amazing at the same time it can be scary because you know it's not good good news to think about what we're going to have to go through and we're starting to see that escalation that we were been told yeah. in scripture was going to happen and so yeah since you and i talked last there's been a lot that's happened and uh and every day i can't really hardly keep up with it i was uh telling my husband today i was, I was like you know i'm really really just <laughs> i'm giving out from trying to read everything and keep up with it because it really all has something to do with the end of days it's all kind of correlating itself and sometimes people don't understand you you know, they don't see the bigger picture. I've been doing this for so long now. I, I know to really be very careful about what the news media is telling you and what you're reading about, because uh, there's been an ongoing, probably for the last 10, 15 years, a real desire to tell us things that are not really the truth. And uh, the end of days, I say actually, I say about 30 years, really since the Clinton era, Bill Clinton era, uh, from that point on is where it started to trend in this direction. I'm right with you. I don't know if you were listening to the first part of the show, but I actually got into this a little bit. And I started saying about the last 30 years is where we've seen this transition to where we are now. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a major thing, and of course, we're told in Scripture that at the end of days, you, you cannot really be able to tell the truth and the lie, and you know, I do a lot of research, yep. so when I go to, to radio shows like yours, I don't want to be telling somebody something that somebody's really made up, and then they've got me down a rabbit hole believing something, and then I tell a group of people who trust that my research is what it should be. Um, long time ago, you could pretty well trust what people told you. And now I'm like, when I get something from people that I feel very secure that they've sent me information that I do believe, there are times that, you know, they've been misled. 
And if I mm -hmm. try to quote that or whatever, then I've got to go back and apologize that maybe I made a comment about so-and-so that really was not real. And so it's maybe be a lot more <laughs> in tune to where did this come from and who said this. Um, and and the, the thing that's so bad is that we're told you can't really tell that truth because the truth is so um, twisted that it looks like the truth when it's really evil. And so, mm -hmm. you know, my research goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden and tries to teach you what the Garden of Eden was all about. And that was that there was a tree there that really brought about the fall of mankind that had good and evil in it. And a lot of people think, well, you'll be able to tell the difference between a tree of good and evil. But this, this is where um, the news media is playing with us a lot. And, and it's very mm -hmm. scary when I see this happening because when people start asking me about questions about things, I'm like, whoa, whoa, you know, I was writing a long time ago about Democrats and Republicans. You better be mm -hmm. very careful because the agenda for those people, I can carry you all the way back to my book, Eden, The Knowledge of Good and Evil 666, which I first was trying to make this really well known in the radio work that I was doing and also in my in, in the books that I was writing is that we had a president, George W. Bush, and we had John Kerry who were running each, against each other for the nomination for president. And what right. people did not realize is they were both skull and bones boys. In other words, they yes. were a part of an organization who they put people where they're supposed to be to make uh, an agenda run for Earth. And so whether or not Kerry or Bush did win, but let's just say Bush had not won and Kerry had won, the agenda would have still stayed about the same agenda, except it had been twisted more for the Republican Party to feel happy or the Democratic Party to feel happy. But it pushes us to another level that we really were not maybe wanting to be like. So uh, the, the thing that I also noted was in Hollywood, and this has been going on a long time, and we can go back and we can look. I was trying to explain this to um, my, my best friend today about the tree of good and evil and how easy it is to get caught up in the truths and the lies like this. But we can go back just, for example, for The Wizard of Oz. Mm. And, you know, we all okay. didn't like, you know, we all did not like the Wicked Witch of the West. Okay, very right. mean, yeah. you know, ugly-looking person. We all love the, the Good Witch of the North, okay? But the problem is they are both witches. And there's where the problem is at. It's no different than we look at Harry Potter and we mm -hmm. see we want Harry Potter to win. But he's practicing white magic while the other guys are practicing black magic. Right. We can look at Star Wars. We have Darth Vader who is practicing black magic. And we had the other guys practicing white yes right practicing white right. magic any way you look at it it's magic it's witchcraft and what does scripture tell you about that don't participate in it not that it's not real because it doesn't ever tell you it's not real it's just saying don't get involved in that because if you do that's how satan gets a hold of you and that's how he confused eve all those you know, generations ago by twisting the scripture around. Did God really say this? You know, mm. he made it so like, well, maybe he's right because he seems very intelligent. So sometimes when we think mm. about uh, Luke Skywalker, everybody loves Star Wars, made a, you know, it was a huge success. But Luke Skywalker, 
you know, he sat in a yoga position, he levitated, he used the force. I mean, we're, we're talking about things that are white and black magic. And right. so yeah. it, it's good magic and, and, and maybe evil appearing magic, but still it's magic. And so the fact is the Harry Potter thing is all magic, so it's not good. And you think about the witches, whichever one you liked. And the Wizard of Oz, it's not good because they were both witches. And, and the same thing goes through history in looking at Republicans and Democrats. You got to be careful because we can go back and we can look, find the true entity of what they are, the root of it. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. It's like the white magic, the black magic, where's the root? It's in evil. It's in magic. And right. the same thing, yep. your, your Republicans and your Democrats, many, many, many of them are rooted in the same thing, secret societies. And where do secret right. societies have their root? Yes, they do make the, the first initiatives. And I really wrote about this in my book, Eden, the Knowledge of Good and Evil, 666, Volume 1 and 2, that, you know, I took you through history and showed you these secret societies that really started a very long time ago in Egypt. And how that manifested itself to make people believe that when they go in, let's say, as a, a young initiate into these secret societies, I mean, going all the way back to the Knights Templar and the Hospitallers, I mean, you, you know, I have everything in my book. So I can really show you that this is not conspiracy, that in, the intent was to make people believe that they were in Solomon's temple, the floor is black and white, you know, they, they put their... Uh, they bow down to a blue Bible and then they have to expose their, you know, chest and they right. have a noose tied around their neck. And then, then right. they put their hand on top of this blue Bible that's got a, a compass and a square on top of the word of God. And then you're putting your hand over that. Well, what's between you and the blue Bible, which has got some esoteric pictures in it as well. But, you know, you're putting something between you and God. And that's the one thing that Scripture tells us you never to do. You will have no other gods before you. And so a lot of people get into these secret societies because they think that, oh, well, if I'm a member of the Shriners, you know, I'm helping burn children. And you see these ads on TVs with these cute little kids and they do great things. But then when they were monitored and wanted, you know, they wanted to find out, people wanted to find out, where does the money all go? And they didn't want anybody doing any audits. You know, where does the majority yeah. of the money go? And so, you know, I tried to write about that so people could see that this is a process that's been coming through history for a very long time. And that's why my work really starts in the Garden of Eden, because unless you understand that the context of evil, you're going to think that something is good when it's not good. It's still part of the bad thing. And now, so I, I, here's I, I, where we are now. Not to cut you off, uh, I apologize, uh, but I have a question uh, where sure. I think a lot of uh, the audience are going to want to ask this or want me to ask you this. Um, a lot of this, you know, secret society stuff, we've been told about a lot of stuff. Like we know about the Freemasons, the Illuminati. We know about a lot of these, you know, Skull and Bones. In the Freemasons go all the way back to the era of Jesus, the Egyptians. Freemasonry is, you know, something that we well, know a little bit more about uh, because they're a little bit more on the open uh, than the other the other secret societies. Doesn't take away the fact that they're there, but how do we stop the indoctrination oh, with wow. the, the world? Uh, 
to not only join these societies, but to like expose these societies. Well, you know, the most people who've really tried to expose it, a lot of people died trying to expose it, especially right. people who had gotten That's into problem. organizations. And, yeah. and, and and when you take these blood oaths, and I do have a lot of the oaths in, in, in my uh, book series, Eden, so that you understand that these oaths that they give you are blood oaths. And what that says, mm-hmm. you're going to have your tongue cut out at, at, at noontime, and it's going to be buried in the high seas. And, you know... You're literally putting your hand on a, like I'm saying, and you're taking these oaths on your knees with this knight, with a sword put at your chest, with a noose around your neck, and you're saying all this stuff to get your ability to move up in the ranks. And and you can right. go so high as just to, let's say, a commoner, and that's somebody that's not blue blood status. In other words, if you're not a John Kerry or somebody like George Bush and have blue blood status, you can't even be invited to be a member of the Skull and Bones boys. I mean, that's just a whole different right. aspect. This, you know, when you talk about Freemasonry, you start, you talk about the apprentice and the people that go in and then they move up to, let's say, maybe the 32 or 33rd degrees, depending on the York Rider, Scottish Rider, whatever. When you get to that point, um, there's money involved. Every time you want to take a step up, there's more money and there's more of this thing that you can be blackballed for anything to keep you from ever getting to the higher level. So there's, there's all kinds of game Great. plan that yeah. goes on. And then once you get into that specific level, let's say, of 32, 33rd degree, then there's a question asked of you, do you believe this in Jesus Christ? In other words, is there something about you that you think that what you've been doing has something to do with Jesus? And if you say, oh, yes, 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 well, you're just kind of going to stay right where you are. Because right. what you're being found out or what they're trying to find out, has you, have you now realized that you're becoming illuminated to the fact that your God is the God of illumination? the God of light, and that's Luciferian doctrines. And so Mm -hmm. if you agree for that, then they have another door that you go into that's got all these other secret levels that you go that nobody will ever hear about. But you can only go so high in that because if you don't have the blue blood status, then you can't move on up to the higher. Yes, right. So the the, the all-seeing eye pyramid with the eye at the top is literally showing you at the bottom there's a lot of people down there. But as you right. start up that, that thing of pyramid status, you, you know, it gets less and less. And it has to do with blue bloods. It has to do with the, the serpent lineage. It has to do with thoroughbreds. And so ruling the world are those upper echelons like that. That's why you get into like things like the Council of 300. I mean, different organizations, the Order of the Garter, you have to have certain uh, lineage and pedigrees to even allow you to, first of all, be invited. And second of all, the money allows you to go on up. So there's this huge levels. And so when people have always said, oh, that's just conspiracy. Well, I will tell you, you read my work and I've got the documentation. I'll tell you where to go. Look, everything is totally researched and it shows you that it's not conspiracy. These people have been totally leading our world into where we are right now. And, you know, that was one of the reasons I had to go back and start at Eden because most people think, well, this just showed up yesterday. Oh, no, I'm going to show you that this all started in the Garden of Eden and it's just come right on down through history. And now we are seeing it all played out as to what Scripture has told us is going to finally happen because what's going to really take place is there's a separation of the wheat and tares. And for people like us who are, God's children, who was created in his image, we are not part of the serpent lineage, the true blue bloods that run the world. 
And, you know, the, as long as they could keep us quiet by saying, oh, that's just conspiracy, don't pay any attention to that, then we did, uh, you know, we were just walking around like blind sheep, and, and like the scriptures say, we're ignorant because we don't have the knowledge that we need. And scripture told us really very straightforward, you know, that we suffer for lack of knowledge. But it also mm-hmm. said, if you're going to be a Christian, you need to be as wise as those serpents. Go back and read your scripture. It says to yeah. be as wise as those serpents, because you, if you're going to really fight against them and understand their game plan in the world in which we are living and what they brought us through so far to get where we are today, if you don't have that mentality to say, I have an enemy here on the face of this earth, it tells us they look like us, they act like us, but they're not of us, meaning there's something, even though they look human, that is really not God's children. And so, you know, I see that playing out and I see how it all has manifested itself going back, you know, to the Rosicrucians, you know, back to the Knights Templar, back to the Vatican. I mean, I take you through every bit of that, even through my my series called Beguiled, Eden to Armageddon. There's three volumes in that. There's two volumes in the Eden uh, thing because there's just so much information. You can't get it all in one book. I mean, it's yeah. just it, yeah. it's just manifest itself to the point that and trying to explain just one thing. And that's that's really hard for me to do. You know, and I have a radio show that I try to do at the end of every month. And I get questions from all over the world because, you know, people go, I want to I want to ask you a question about so and so. And I would spend all day long trying to answer a question because I could write a book on most of the questions that right. I answer. So I went to trying to do radio to do it kind of quickly and go through it and, and try to answer these questions that everybody has. Because if you understand the whole picture, then when you hear anything on the news or you read anything in the newspaper or read anything on Facebook or, or wherever you get your you know so-called updates, all of a sudden, if you're in tune to what scripture has said, all of a sudden you'll go, oh my gosh, that's a red flag. Yep. There's something that doesn't line up here. And, right. and it's your responsibility as a Christian, to be on top of this so that these serpents don't take your soul. That's the whole thing they're after is to make you fall, to make you spend forever in, 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 in you know, eternity in a hell situation. And, you know, hell was not created for us to start off with. It was created only for the fallen angels and Satan. And then as we started falling to Satan's tactics, then, you know, we're, we're choosing to follow him instead of follow God and and have the opportunity to go into paradise. And so right now, of all the times in all of human history, have we ever been to the point that I just feel like Satan has just unleashed itself? I mean, everything that can happen is happening to the world. And it's not happening just like in one nation. It's happening worldwide to people. And and the seriousness of it. I mean, you know, it, it is a real serious situation. And as scripture tells us, as we get near those end of days and, and heading toward that battle of Armageddon, all this all these things are going to be unleashed upon human beings and, and it's gonna be really very difficult to survive and really survive in those days. Yep. And and I can honestly say, doing the research now, I used to say been doing it for about forty years. Now I've had to say about fifty years because I'm getting old. <laughs> you know. I can honestly say that when I first started this, there was little bits of information that I could find that would line up to what I knew would one day become like a woman in travail where they're all happening closer and closer together with greater intensity. And now, like I say, like I was talking earlier, 
uh, to my husband, I'm like, I can't keep up with it. There's so much that it's mind boggling for because it's all connected to one another, you know, each thing. And, and if you've done this internet, research, you can see it, it. Plus, with the internet technology, we're bombarded with news on a constant basis. Uh, and, and this is something that my mother used to talk about. God bless her soul. She's passed away now uh, for the last few years. But growing up, she used to tell me, the end of days are coming. We're, we're, it's echoing right now where in the next 15, 20 years, you're going to see it speed up. And this is back oh, yes. in the 90s before the internet or anything, you know, was a big deal. And she said technology, she used to tell me this, technology is going to be both a beautiful thing and also the downfall of mankind. Right. Because like I was saying, it's like part of the good and this, evil. Right. And my mom used to make a point of that because she knew that I was a big Star Wars fan. And as you brought Star Wars into the, uh, the conversation, she used to tell me very similar things because you used to watch me watch star wars she would say you understand what's going on here right and then and, and i didn't pick it up I'm lo- I'm, right i'm looking at the fight between the dad and the son and how cool this is they're using you know the force and mat and all that stuff and she used to tell me this is the good and the evil dark and the light but they're both using a power that they don't understand what they're using they're being manipulated by the force Right? right. If my mom spoke English and she was still alive, right now she would have her own podcast. I'll tell you that right now because sure. she is so much in tune with what you're talking about. And she grew up Christian. I grew up Jehovah's Witness because my dad. I'm agnostic at the point right now that I'm in my life, but I'm open to all religions and their you know their concept of what the afterlife is. And I'm inquisitive. I like to learn about everybody's point of view. Uh, because sure. I think everybody has a little bit of the information. It's just putting it together in a proper content. But my mother was on point uh, you know, twenty five, thirty years ago, where she would tell me it's all a battle between light and darkness and as technology takes off, you're gonna see it speed up. And that's right. what exactly is happening now. Yeah, it really is. And, and, and uh, you know, the thing about it is you were talking about the alien thing. You wanted the aliens to show up. Of course, you know, I've done a yes. lot of research on um, <laughs> on the UFO phenomena. And, you know, and I, I've seen these craft myself and clearly yeah. uh, they're not they're not manned by humans. I mean, literally the, oh, yeah. Yeah. the technology that I saw with my very own eyes over the years, it, it is not us. And let me just say this. If it was the United States and we could shut down silos and we could stop people's cars from running, right now what it's in is our fleet of UFOs over to the Ukraine and, and stop Putin in his tracks. And if it was Putin that had that technology in China, like we're always told, they would already own America because, you know, it, it, we clearly don't have that technology. None of the, 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 the people have technology. They'd be using it right now because of the lack of resources that we're starting to see. I mean, people want land. That's why Putin is going to go after the land. He's, he doesn't care about the people. The people are in the way. I mean, the depopulation thing yeah. is clearly very well written on the, the Godstones uh, here in Georgia that are in North yeah. Georgia, just about three or four hours above where I live. And I've been there to see them. And clearly it's written in every language of the depopulation that's going to happen. So killing people is not an issue. It's actually a good thing right. for the serpents, you know. So they're going to go after that. And nobody's going to stop them. 
the only thing I would say to that that I think it might be, uh, you know, just maybe my crazy kooky mind, uh, but I do think they they have knowledge of the aliens. Obviously, I think that both countries, <laughs> the U.S. and Russia and even China, all these countries have knowledge of the alien agenda. I do think they have uh, crafts that have crashed. They've tried to oh, back yes. engineer it, but I mean, they're so much more advanced than anything we have that they're not doing much right. with it. And they're keeping that right. secret from us because they don't want to let out what they know, which is might be very little, and it's all compartmentalized militarily. Right. And I mean, that's that's, that's the, the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that if we own that technology, that somebody would be using it because people right. people are people that want to rule and reign. And, and the thing about it is when you look at the thoroughbreds that run the country, like I'm saying, that mm -hmm. come out of that lineage that comes out of uh, uh, Eden and that I talk about this run really neck and neck with us all the way through history, they literally have their people in power. So, yes, they do have communication with these things. And yeah. people go, oh, I don't believe that, Joy. That's just conspiracy. You can go back and look at Hitler. And, and I do bring up Hitler, especially in, in both of my books, uh, Eden and the, and the Beguile series. Is mm -hmm. that, you know, he was doing remote viewing. He had a place to call Camelot, and they were doing a right. lot of things with this, you know, uh, yeah. trance light work. And of course, the research that I've done extensively on the pineal gland, which is the all seeing eye that yeah. clearly is very real and does work in our foreheads. You, you can find out much that, you know, that Hitler was using to, to understand technology. I mean, you can think mm -hmm. about what uh, Admiral Byrd, which people try to say, oh, that was a you know farce that what happened up there, you know, in Antarctica, and when he's saying this Middle Earth and all these things. Well, when you look at the UFO phenomena, what we're seeing and have been seeing, I've been researching this a very long time. I saw my first UFO when I was eight years old, so this has been a, a ongoing interest of mine for many, many, many moons. Uh, to know what it, what is it? You know, what is it that's really going on? And I'm not going to fool myself. I'm a Christian, always, you know, I've been a Christian. Uh, I joined the church when I was 11 years old and was baptized and accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. But I began going to church when I was actually one or two days old. I was at church within the week, the same week that I was born. So, you know, I was brought up in looking and telling the truth. So when I was able to see this phenomenon, you know, I was looking at it like, what is it scientifically, taking an analysis of it. A, a lot of the, the sightings that I've had, have been written or cataloged in the MUFON uh, history archives and that kind of stuff. And, and like I say, if they really were our capability, then things like Putin, even the riots that were happening in the United States when, you know, they were burning up and tearing down statues, you had that kind of right. technology. I'm telling you what I saw. They would have been running for their lives for fear of what well, is this, you know. Yeah, but I think the riots, for example, I think that was more optics than anything else. I think they orchestrated that exactly. uh, to echo in uh, the the fear of uh, the virus and the mandates and the masks exactly. and to overthrow uh, Trump from office. There's a lot of things behind the scenes that they, they were doing. Um, the mask, uh, it, look, when you put a virus out there and you want to start rioting, uh, to do some political maneuvers, you put on masks on people so you can't identify them, and then you pay well, operatives to do the the job. And I think that's really what the mask and the, and the virus was all about. It was to be to be able to have the riots without having everybody's identity exposed, who was behind the scenes agitating this stuff. 
Well, it's kind of like Oz behind the curtain. I mean, it, it's Correct. all being yeah. played out. Yeah. This It's exactly the same way. Yeah. I'm saying once you understand the play of evil and how it's utilized and what it's done to make things occur, it's no different when I wrote about in, in my books about when Egypt fell. You know, and they were saying all these yeah. people were fighting for, you know, freedom of this or that. And all of a sudden they started busting these people in. They all had the same cell phones and they all carried the same color towels to identify themselves. And they were the ones that escalated everything. So, yeah, yep. there's a game plan. And what they were doing was breaking down the specific countries who needed to be involved with central banks and get a, rid of certain regiments of people who didn't kind of go along with that attitude process of we're not going to change they go in they destroy the country put the new people in and then what you're not told is oh the banks also changed too and that was really the reason right. behind of what all this was going on so yeah there yep. is always a hidden agenda and it's like right now uh, with Ukraine, it really does concern me that we're seeing a bloodbath and, and knowing how the serpents love to sacrifice and blood is their big thing. I mean, you go back and look at the Mayans, the Incas, they took the people up to the top of those pyramids and they tore them apart and pulled their hearts out and they ate it and they yeah. drank their blood. And so, again, people used to say, yeah. oh, that's conspiracy. No, it's not conspiracy. That's history. It is history. It's, yeah. it's scientifically proven. And so when you look at what is happening in, in, in Ukraine, we're seeing a bloodbath. We're literally seeing a bloodbath that everybody's let happen. Why are they letting it happen? You know, and when you think about scripture, you think about it at the end of days, there's going to be this 10 nation confederacy that will actually give birth to the Antichrist, which people are going to think he's the Messiah. So who comes against him, you know, with this kind of resurgence of an old Roman empire? Well, it's going to be like Russia, China, I mean, the kings of the East. Okay, so we're already setting it up where we've got Russia and China that are very, con you know, coordinate themselves. And they're trying to get the land masses to get around here to get into where Israel is going to be at. But what you got right. to remember, and we can't forget, is that even though we're a part, let's, let's say right now, NATO and, and, you know, with Biden trying to do these crazy <laughs> I hate to say it, but, you know, you can't you can't say I'm going to take anything away from Russia that would make it more appealing than to get the landmass with all the resources that the Ukrainian people have and get rid of the Ukrainian people. I mean, it, it strategy wise and people are trying to say Putin's crazy. He's not crazy. He's very intelligent. He's not walking around going, how do I find my way off the stage? OK, <laughs> <laughs> He's very brilliant. He was a KGB agent. I mean, these yeah, people are yeah. very trained in what they do. It's it's just like, uh, you know, the guy that runs China. You look at him. He's not a he's not a dumb looking person. He's very brilliant. And so when you look where their landmass are, that. yes. Trump said it, and everybody and everybody wanted to like jump down his throat saying, "You see, he is in league with Putin." No, these are <laughs> evil geniuses. That's what these That's people right. are. That's right, and he. Yeah. And he had the business knowledge to know what the game plan was going to be like because he played on international stage. You, you right. take these politicians that we have in our country, they've never been on an international. They've never played. If they're on an international stage, they're doing something illegal to make money in their pockets without anybody knowing about it, just like with the Biden situation and the other, you know, right. the Clintons and whatever. They have these nonprofit organizations and they're bringing in money that you and I don't know about because they're doing it under donations. You know, right. and they, they play the game. You know, it's a donation and it's a charity and da da da. I mean, it's just a, a bunch of you know, uh, like Who, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, 
Look yeah, you know, th- this this might blow your mind, but you know what happened in 2014 around the same time period, t- February, March in 2014 when, o- when Obama, Biden were in office, uh, ironically enough, we had Russia invade Crimea. And they took so it back. It's a it's ironic how you know you know now he's invading Ukraine. And That's it only right. happens when the Democrats are in power. We have four years of Trump and Trump scared the crap out of uh Putin because he said, you know what, you make any moves against these countries, I'm gonna blow you back to the smithereens into the Stone Age. And I'm not See, playing around. And they were like yes, he might be crazy yes, enough yes. to actually do this. You know, they, 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 didn't, they didn't know whether they, they did. He had not been in public office enough for them to really know. Is he really right. faking you out or is he crazy enough to do it? And that's where right. he kept us, you know, in, in, in the strategic capability that he yeah. did. Yes, he did. Right. Uh, and it, but then at the same time, I look at it like this. It's just like when scripture has to be fulfilled. It's when the Israelites, it was time for them to get out from Egypt. God had a Pharaoh in the right place at the right time that allowed yeah. Moses and Aaron to go in and take those children out from under Pharaoh. So, you yeah. know, it's like scripture tells us God places everybody where they're at to allow certain things to happen. So, right. I, yeah. I mean, I truly believe that we can look back at uh, the, the elections and I fully believe that the game plan with the, the, the software and the voting machines were all messed up. And then oh, yeah, when yeah, Trump yeah, tried yeah. to, you know, have that conversation in Washington, which they blamed him that he was trying to make people go up there and uh, attack them. <laughs> it, I mean, that is just uh, that's just not him. And that's not the kind of people that vote for him that would have done that. It was all right. a staged thing. And what really let me know it, that that I'm on the right course was that you had Republicans standing up there and seeing what was happening and that should have known better that the constituents would not have been doing that. And so instead of standing up and saying, look, we got a problem. We don't really know who won these elections. We got in Atlanta, Georgia, you know, we got people on, on camera bringing in votes. Okay. If you and I had been on camera in a, in a grocery store doing something, we would have been under the jailhouse. Within 24 hours, because it was us on the camera doing wrong. So when you look at this and you see how it played out, it should have been, look, guys, until we can figure out who really won, you know, who really won, Trump Trump needs to stay in. That would have handled trying to get something seen about. But instead, our very people who we elect and put up there went along with it and said, oh, he was trying to, you know, cause a, a riot in the country and, a, and you know, a division right. like the North and South. He was trying to say, look, somebody's playing games with our machines, which clearly they were. But yet nobody's looking after the hen house, Angel. And when our next right. elections come up, how can you be 100% sure that when your vote is, is cast on this next election, that it's counted and it's counted correctly? I don't right. know that we can yeah. do that because yeah. our Congress and Senate sat up there and let it just go by the wayside and put Biden in and never make sh- – I mean, there should have been a go to every state 
and go and, and have somebody looking after the hen houses in every state to check and make sure those things work before we ever have any other elections. Joy, I, I just what, don't, what kills I don't trust me, the system. What kills me is the, the folks who say, oh, but judges looked into this and they, they denied there was any foul play. They never looked into it. If you actually go case by case and state by state, the judges dismissed it without even looking at the evidence. They never once right. even wanted to, you know, see the the video footage. Even if they had seen it, they didn't care. I saw one. Um, it was uh, like a meeting they had. I think it was um, uh, might have been Arizona. But they had like a like a like an actual meeting yeah. about some of the footage and some of the stuff that was going on, and a gentleman hacked the machines within about five minutes on his cell phone, and and then you have the company owner saying, "Oh, our machines can't be hacked." But this guy said, "No, I just did it within five minutes on my phone. I can do that on a laptop within a minute. They're very easy to hack." And then you have right. a person who's sitting on there on on the congressional seat saying that she doesn't care. She doesn't believe that there were any uh, you know foul play because her friend, some so and so. Saw her at a grocery store. He said, "Oh, I just voted. It was very simple, and uh, this and that, and there was no no shenanigans going on." So I wanted to believe my friend over you, who were there with a lot of other people, and they were saying things like, "Oh, people weren't allowed to come in." There was some footage right. of that. Counters for vote counts weren't allowed to come in and do their job from you know the That's conservative right. side. So I mean, I've seen footage of people that literally were told by officers you can't come in here and their job was to go in there and they were denied due process to go in and then the people that are in congress are saying no that never happened but it did happen there's footage of it but if you deny yes. the process if you deny the actual evidence it's not that the evidence is not real it's you're denying it now that's, that's the right. problem how do we overcome that because at this point there really is no way to overcome it. They can just say, well, you know, it didn't happen. And who's to tell well, them no? It's like Nancy Pelosi, for example, and I, I really dislike this woman. Uh, for years, she's been accused of uh, insider trade, right? She's been accused of all kinds of evil deeds to make money. But she right. denies it. And, she's, and her answer is like, it's not true. And, that, and that's it. <laughs> they never and, question and she, her. And if, if right, they never that... follow up questions. They never, like, they never oh, say, yeah. but hold on, Nancy, there's evidence here, here, and here. How do you answer that? Oh, it's not true, right. and that's it. But they never that's continue right. with the next questions. Biden, that's for right. example, was on video saying, well, it's not about me or my son. It's about what this guy's doing, and it's never been done before to a reporter who asked him about Joe Biden's laptop. And now yeah. you know, Joe Biden is entering back with uh, Trump and he's saying he's doing things he's never done before. As a reporter, I'm going to ask, well, what is he doing that's never been done before? That's a follow-up question. Nobody asked that. No. They took what and, he and said. Most of the time, most of the time Biden, like, yeah, most of the time, Biden, he just turns around and walks off. If Trump had done right. that, oh, my gosh, there would have been like a, a, a let's go out and riot tomorrow because he didn't answer a question when they were right. asking him questions. <laughs> It's like the, a to, it's a total different standard, but the the thing still is is a very concern for me because what I'm seeing and the research that I'm doing right now is that looking at Ukraine, okay, like like I mentioned earlier, it's funny that nobody's really coming to help and like sending in 
somebody, you know, said guns and whatever, like me, you know, I'm, I'm an avid hunter and, you know, I'm somebody could give me a gun. And I'm sure I could do pretty good with it. But, you know, if the Chinese started coming in and I've got my AK, you know, whatever, ready to go and they've got tanks and, and, and rockets yeah. and whatever. I mean, they're, they're sending those people in there to die because yeah, they don't they have the yeah. technology that the Russians have. So I'm, I'm like, well, well, what's the agenda? What's really the agenda here? And what I started noticing was little things like, for example, Ukraine is now asking Elon Musk to allow them to connect to his satellites that are on Starlink and see there's like 2,050 of them already up there. In the next couple of months, there's going to be more up there. And so now we've got a country that they can play games with to make them connect to the right. satellites, okay? And then what else does Elon Musk do? He has what's called Neuralink, which they can take and connect your brain to a computer and have it interact with itself. So if you've got something inside of people because of the pandemic that is causing something to make them more antennae in their forehead, Mm-hmm. And then you start having the connection to the Neuralink, to the s- computers, and then to the satellites. Kind of seems like it could be like we're playing like with rats in a cage. And we yep. don't really care if we kill a lot of them because the intent is to see, can we scare people enough that they're willing to do this process? Yep. And so at the same time, I was also looking at the cryptocurrency situation. We know we're headed to cryptocurrency. I mean, you could look at the Super Bowl ads and everything was cryptocurrency and electric right. cars. Yep. Okay, So the, yeah. the agenda is being pushed. I mean, I, I follow all this because that's how the, the players that be kind of rub it in our face. And they think we're not smart yeah, enough it, to figure out. Even Elon Musk what has, uh, Elon Musk has a doggy uh, coin. Or Dodgy coin, whatever he wants to call it. So he's and, he's playing in that game also. Yeah, and so the cryptocurrency right now doesn't have enough security on it. Right. So now they're saying, you know, if 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 uh, Putin is able to go like in incognito in cryptocurrency, then the demands and the sanctions against him can be bypassed. So now they're driving to go to certain things for cryptocurrency and mandating new ideas on how to make cryptocurrency even more surveillance mm. and under an auspice of watching to make sure there is no illegal activity. In other words, what comes into your bank account, we can account as to where it came from. No, right. no change in it around. So it's allowing, again a rat in a cage to try out how do we make the cryptocurrency where this can't happen. And they're going to use it like that, but it's going to be against you and I because once we have to take the mark on our right hand and our forehead to be able to scan, to buy, sell, or trade, everything is going to be on cryptocurrency and it's going to be surveillance. So you've got to try it out on a bigger scale before we implement it. And it's kind of like with the plagues. They started messing with the plagues, and then we started having things like West Nile virus and Ebola and Marburg and things. And then we started using vaccinations, and we started doing little things that they could kind of play out what happens if you have a crisis and Mm -hmm. who's going to do this, and they start using it on people. You know, some of the biggest things that we used were 
the people that were in Africa. I mean, you know, they yeah. tried out things and said, we're giving you this shot so that you don't get typhoid fever. But then years later, we find out that all the women became sterile. Right. Okay. What was we're the agenda? The we don't want children down in Africa. We, they have right. all these resources. We want them all dead and they can't reproduce. You know, so there's yep. a bigger agenda, and that's what I'm saying, that you have to be real careful as to, you know, everybody's saying, okay, let's support the Ukrainian president, you know, but he was an actor. And what have we seen in actoring, actor so far is like when we had the, you know, all the riot in here. They were bringing in actors to make Crisis things actors. happen. So, you know, right. if I want to put somebody in power in Ukraine, and this is terrible, and I hope, you know, I hope I'm not right about it, but let's just say I am right about it that he's an actor to keep the Ukrainian people to stay there to try to fight, knowing they're going to die. Yeah. Because they're fighting yeah. against, I mean, the United States is scared of Russia. And here we're yeah. talking about Ukrainians. The, the Ukrainian state is the size of Texas. Really? <laughs> You're going to fight against a major power that the United States and China are all equal in their technologies and in their capabilities? There's just something... This is what I'm saying. You got to be real careful when we watch TV. There's an agenda, you know, send the money. And, and, you know, there's been a lot of money that's been raised in cryptocurrency. I think 51, I want I don't want to say this wrong, but I want to think it was 51 million or 51 billion. Anyway, billion, you can look yeah. it up. It's a yeah. huge amount of money that's been raised yeah. in cryptocurrency to be sent into your, your Ukraine. There's, there's just yeah. all these weird kind of things that are going on right now. And I really think it's just adding up to the process to get us to the new world order, to do the Great Reset. And yes. to really bring about this group of people that will, will be together under, which will be the Antichrist system. And then you'll have like people like Russia and China. When, when the Battle of Armageddon happens, you know, it says the kings of the East are coming. They're coming and it's going to be this great, great battle. So, you know, right now you can see the major players kind of lining up and, and following each other's guidelines. Um, Russia doesn't really want to do what we're telling him to do or NATO's telling him to do. And China's got their own process. And, and you know, we can blame China for the, the virus. But, you know, my research shows China got the virus from us. You know, we mm. created that virus. We patented that virus. We took a virus oh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. The, out in nature, the novel yep. virus, and we changed it so we could patent it. So, you know, knowing all this and having that capability, you got to look at who's playing the game here. It seems right. like we were working with the, the Chinese and the Russians. You know, well, they were, this, go, this goes into the gain of function research, uh, what Trump exactly. was talking about. And yes. uh, and we we now know more about it because of people like Jim Jordan and uh, Ted Cruz and Ron Paul who have all been accusing Dr. Fauci of uh, being a part of this gain of function. And as we That's know, right. Dr. Fauci, who has disappeared from the media in the last few weeks, if you've noticed, he's nowhere to be found now. Oh, uh, supposedly he, he's supposed to be on vacation. <laughs> right, it's going to be an extended vacation unless he gets uh, euthanized by the Clintons. But. Uh, Dr. He Fauci may have gotten was, sick, and he doesn't want to say he's sick either. You know, that could be especially yeah, yeah, if he said all the all the 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 protocol. Right, exactly. But Dr. <laughs> Fauci was part of the Obama Biden White House, and exactly. the Clinton Listen, White he's House. Been around he's been around, a lot, he's been around forever, forever, and, and he yeah, has and, had more money given to him to do to help the. In fact, I, I did a paper to really help children's you know, disease processes and whatever, he was given billions of dollars. 
and it's yeah, children's been, health getting yeah. better. Children's health got a whole lot worse under his oh, administration, shit. but yet he's still in the limelight and everybody's listening to what he has to say. And so it is this concern, especially when they patented 124, 134 of those viruses out of the, you know, out of the wild. And like you say, when yeah. you make them gain a function, you have to change them to be able to patent them right. and to make money off of them. Not for nothing, but a year or so ago, um, I was on a show here on a Global Enlightenment Radio Network and on PSN, and uh, this is about a year or so. And I said that the reason I believe that the uh, the the virus is man-made and not out of nature, just bats or whatever, is because of two things. One, not forget Dr. Fauci for a second. Forget about the gain of function research. The mutation aspect of these of this thing, the way it it's observed through a microscope, and the fact that it exactly. took a long time for them to actually visualize the virus, but yet they're already running rampant with like got a mask, got to do this, it's going to be virus. They knew all this information before they even had the actual virus pinpointed to a singular virus. How do you know all these things? You can't find Tupac and Biggie's killers, but you know about this infinite virus. You know so much, even without having it on a microscope yet. But yeah, you know so much about it, right? Now, you know, the thing, did you know that, 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 that the vaccination was already patented before they had the yes. virus. See, oh, if, Robert, if people don't realize Robert that, I'm Malone. like, oh my gosh, Look, come on, people. That tells Dr. you everything Robert, about it. You know, it's a bioweapon. It is yeah, a bioweapon. Dr. Robert yes. Malone created the mRNA. Uh, back right. in 1988. So, I mean, they're using that for Moderna and a couple of the other vaccines. That's right. My father took the uh, vaccine. He's had two booster shots. His, um, his cousin uh, took the the vaccine and had a booster shot and died four days later. Luckily, That's my right. father's still here, but my father's health has been declining since he took the, the, the vaccine. I haven't taken the vaccine. I have other issues to deal with. But I refuse to take the vaccine because I am afraid that it's going to make my condition worse to the point it's going to kill me a lot sooner than I'm supposed to die with what I have. So I refuse yeah. to take it. I Right now I'm working a seasonal job overnight, and they're implementing possibly having everybody vaccinated or you're not going to work there anymore. If that's, that's the right. case, I'm going to be unemployed because I am not getting the, the jab or the vaccine. See, the thing it, about like, it is that people don't really realize is that it's a bioweapon. I mean, it's literally a bioweapon. And, yeah. and then everything that has been patented to, you know, to go against or so-called help it, you got to be careful. The same guys that patent the one also patent the other. And, and, yeah. and, you know, I wrote about this in my work a long time ago, not just starting with this right here. I had it in, you know, in my research showing you this was the game plan. I mean, these yeah. people are all people who worship Mother Earth. They're serpents. They don't care about. You know, they know where they're headed. Their their whole yeah. intent is to destroy humanity, and they're doing that quite well. And unfortunately, the people that, you know, I try to reach to say, wake up and quit playing the game with Satan because he's going to take you straight to hell. And, and you yeah. know, people think that they just die and it's all over with. No, and, and my research proves you don't die. This thing about you laying in a grave somewhere clearly is not the case. This outer shell is laying out there. Right. But when you but separate from this and yeah. you go into your spiritual body, your mind is not your brain. 
your soul is with that spiritual body. And I've done so much research on near-death experiences and know about stepping outside of the body. When you step out, you still look just like you. Your mind is still you. You know who you are, and you know if, if you've, died, you've died down there, who all is around you and what they're saying. And if yeah, you go in yeah. and you go into a, and have a near-death experience that you go are, are Christian and you're going into heaven, you know those people that meet you. They look identical. They have their minds with them. If you end up in hell, which some people have when they've had near-death experiences, they know them people too. And they do. Yeah. When they come back, if they've had a, a near-death experience with hell, they will change their lives forever because it's proved yeah. to them that it's real. So when you step out of the body, don't think you're out there laying in that grave. And, and Scripture tells you, yeah. you know, Scripture tells you the, the rich man was in hell. He was begging Father Abraham to let Lazarus dip his finger, tip a finger in water to cool his tongue. So don't think that you're just going to lay out there and that you're not one place or the other. You have one choice, and that is to make that choice while you're alive. Once you're out of this body like this and in that spiritual realm, you're going to spend eternity in heaven or hell. And then at the end of days, everybody gets resurrected. Everybody. Go back and read the scriptures. Everybody gets resurrected, including the people that are in hell, get resurrected yep. to their physical bodies, just like Jesus resurrected. And I, my research on the strata Turin proves all that. But when you get we'll, resurrected, we'll get, we'll get more into that before, later. I don't know We'll get more into that on another show. Unfortunately, I'm very short on time. I have to take off here in about three minutes. Uh, but I do want to give you uh, the shout time out. Time went by too everybody. fast. <laughs> it goes by way too quick. Uh, but I want to give you an, a chance to get you know the audience to know exactly how they can listen to you because I know you do a wonderful job on your own show and uh, you're fantastic to listen to. And we're going to book you back on real soon and continue this conversation. My show's going to be moving to Saturdays, so I'm going to have more time to continue on and have you on for, uh, for more than just one hour. Uh, but please let the audience know how they can follow your work. Yes, you can go to my website. It's www.drjoy, and it's D-R-J-O-Y-E. It's joy with an E, J-O-Y-E, drjoy.com. And you can go to my web, actually to my uh, Facebook page, and it's J-O-Y-E, and the last name is Pugh, P as in Paul, U-G-H, yep. Joy Pugh. And you can you can friend me there, and then you can find out about shows like I'm on tonight, and you can follow me in real time, the live shows. If you do miss a live show, then I put the, the stuff up on my page so you can go back and listen in, in, in archive. And if you want to ask me questions for the AMA show that I do at the end of month, every month, uh, I go on YouTube and I do an 8 to 10 show. And it's also archived. And you can listen to it. But if you've got questions that you'd like to submit, there's a submission form at my website at, at drjoy.com, D-R-J-O-Y-E.com. And uh, those are the easiest ways to follow me. All my books are there at my website. All you do is click on the links. will take you right to where you can purchase the books. My music is there. Everything is right there. And so I really try to maintain those things and, and try to be very personal that if you become a Facebook friend and you can message me or private message me, I do answer. I try to answer everything that I can answer. And I don't have somebody else doing that for me. So I, I try to still do all that. Sometimes it can get, you know. It's tough. Yeah. Pretty dove is the handle it, but I, I do try to do that. And, and like I say, uh, those are the easiest ways to find out about my work and to, to stay in touch with me or either to follow along as to what radio shows I'm going to be doing, you know, on a daily basis. 
Dr. Joy, you do bring joy and light to the world. Thank you so much for uh, being here with me and uh, spending the hour here uh, inside the jackal's head and uh, bringing a, a great amount of knowledge to the audience that's listening in. And we'll have you back on shortly because I, I desperately want to continue this conversation with you. Uh, believe it or not, uh, you are definitely somebody who I love talking to, and you like again enlightened uh, the audience uh, in a level that I haven't seen a lot of these folks. And we're gonna have open minds on the future episodes when people that want to call in, go call in yes. and pick your brain a little bit more. Uh, but until That's next time, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us. And to the thank audience, thank you for asking me. Please follow her work, drjoy.com. With any at the end, make sure you follow her work, and uh, again. You know, reach out and ask her uh, whatever you want to ask her because she will definitely blow your mind with amazing information. Dr. Joy, thank you so much. Thank you again. Look forward to talking to you soon. Take care, my friend. Bye. And, folks, there you go. That is Inside the Jackal's Head. And uh, I want to thank you all for uh, spending your time with us. And until next time, take care, be safe, stay alert, awake, and breathing. Peace, everybody.